Hey, what's going on, everybody? You've reached Black and Saintly, the podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Green. On our podcast, we talk about the real and the issues that affect us as we try to become God's saints. Faith, family, and fun. That's what we're all about. So make sure that you're here each Friday for our new installments of our podcast. Y'all ready for the show to begin? Are y'all ready for it to begin? Alright, let's get it in. Hey, what's poppin' family? Um, I am your host, Kenny Green. And I welcome y'all to the very first Black and Saintly podcast. So, um, the topic for this week is called Holy Ghost or No Holy Ghost. And... The title might be a little bit confusing, but um, this show, we address things um, that might be taboo in Latter-day Saint culture, or might not be talked about a lot in Latter-day Saint culture, um, but a lot of us um, Latter-day Saints who are at least converts, if you're a convert and you're African-American, chances are... You've been in the classical, what we would call African American church. The classical African American church are churches like Pentecostal Assemblies of the World, or like Church of God in Christ, or even some of the Baptists, um, different um, Baptist sects. But in those churches, the music tempo is very fast. Most of the time, there's times. Where it's slowed down on purpose to provoke thought. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just you know, saying what's real. Um, African American churches. Um, not only do we have like the almost loud and ruckus type of atmosphere. But you have what, um, what you know black churchgoers will tell you. Is um, them receiving the Holy Ghost. And... It was so interesting. What made me think about this topic in particular to start off on? My mother is a convert to the church as well. Um, I had the distinct honor of baptizing my mom, which is probably one of the most is besides my ceiling the most amazing um, experience ever in life. Um, but, um, my mom comes from a church that's, you know, downright ruckus, downright noisy. Um, I, they're a Hispanic, um, church, which I kind of don't understand why my dukes is there. Because she don't speak a word of Spanish. But, um, that's not what we're getting into. But, they're, you know, they're rowdy, they're ruckusy. And, um, and I know my mom has a problem because she's been baptized in the church, she's Christ Latter-day Saints, but she's only been to church a handful of times. And I was talking about her coming to church with me for Father's Day. Um, and this is being recorded on a Saturday, a little bit late this week, um, but tomorrow. Um, I want her to go to church with me on Father's Day, and she was like, no, I passed. And I... 
really began wondering, like, why every time I invite moms to church, she don't ever come, even though she loves the church, she loves the members that she's met, um, but she loves the missionaries, she's been baptized, and I'm like, you know, legit, like, what is going on? And I figured it out. My mom um, can't necessarily express herself the way that um, she would choose. Because at her church, I mean, I've been to her church many times. Um, shout out to Ray Chavez, and, and he was the pastor over there or whatnot. Um, it's a good church. They're very friendly. My mom been a long-time member, like over a decade she's been there. Um, heck, she was more loyal to that than to her own brother's church, which is kind of saying something. But, um, you know, at the at her church, she can get rowdy. She's She feels what she would call, you know, the Holy Ghost. And she can, you know, speak in a tongue. She can... You know, who pile screen, pass out, run up and down halls, you know, ministers, you know, laid in hands on her and she <laughs> fall out and and you know, act all crazy and and she can't really do that at my church. Now, I grew up in the Pentecostal um movement. My aunt and uncle, um, our pastors, shout out to Doctor and Evangelist Green, I love y'all, um, but I went to their church, I was a youth pastor, um, I, you know, youth ministry, and, but, you know, when I joined the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, I had, it was a whole new church experience, because the songs, and I'm not, you know, devaluating one type a song over the other. Some Latter-day Saints might be bad because I don't put the hymns of our church ahead of, um, you know, almost gospel-y um, music, you know, like gospel music. But I, I think that they all have a place, and I think that God likes them all. He likes his children to express themselves and worship him because it is right that we do so in the ways that we see fit and that's one of the um articles of faith you know we we follow god according to the dictates of our own conscience and it means a part of that is if if we want to you know shout and scream and all that then okay then you go do you boo boo but at our church we're more um reverent and and i know that's like whitewash for quiet but no I think that the feel that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is really trying to express and communicate the feel is is one of reverence. You come in, um, most wards, you know, they have like, you know, the pianist or organist or whatever their, you know, titles are. They're, you know, playing soft, like music practicing, you know, their different songs and whatnot, but playing soft intro music, and I know in our work, we've been challenged, like, to just, when we get there, it's okay to, you know, shake hands and talk to folks and stuff, but, um, you know, a minute or two before service start, just sit down and shut up, and just be reflective, focus and center in on Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and, and the sacrament that we're about to partake, and what we're renewing what covenants we're renewing and that's very important to um 
us Latter-day Saints. So we are all about that reverence. You can't come and act any old kind of way. I mean, first, I, I've never seen it happen. I've never seen it happen where somebody, you know, who maybe attended a Pentecostal church showed up at a Mormon um, church and, like, like fell out or ran around the room or, or you know, had a Holy Ghost fit. That's what them preachers and coaching calls like, I'm having a Holy Ghost fit. <laughs> um, but we don't do that at our church. Like, that's not how we worship and reverence God. We're quiet. We we seek to honor him. We seek to meditate on him. And it's different, especially if you are a convert from, like I said, a Pentecostal uh, denomination or just a black denomination in general. Because I used to think that Baptists didn't get down like Pentecostals. Because, I, like I said, I grew up Pentecostal. And so that's why I'll, I'll sometimes say me, you know, not, you know, Pentecostal now. I'm a proud member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But, um... That's still, you know, the the Pentecostal church is still my heritage. It's where I grew up. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I had that experience. Because I'm able to reflect upon what the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is trying to teach us. I'm able to, you know, reflect... And, 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 you know, really be grateful. And just also have respect for different people. And how, you know, we as people choose to, to worship or follow God. And so, um, I, I, I appreciate my upbringing. And I respect it. When I go to my aunt and uncle's church and uh, you know I'm there I might not you know fall and pass out and, and run around the room but you know if the song is moving I'll stand up and I'll do I'll do the little the, the church boy two the church boy two step cause gangsters don't dance we boogie I'm just kidding I'm not a gangster <laughs> but um you know so, I, I don't mind, you know, shaking a tail feather. Well, not a tail feather. Because that Pentecostal churches do not let you just go mad ignorant. They will. Them church mothers will put the check on you quick, fast, and in hurry. Um, but, I love... Um, I love the fact that we all have different ways that we follow God. And I really like how we at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints do it. That's, you know, our thing. And we hope that you will come and add your good to ours and, and help make us better. And maybe we can help make you better. Um, but if that's not your cup of tea, then we respect it, you know. You do you. But um, I, I really am appreciative the many different styles now before I let y'all go I had I would be remiss if I did not mention that Latter-day Saints we starting to get the groove and you're like what do you mean Kenny we're starting to get 
like some singers and some groups that are, you know, getting, you know, getting the moves, getting the groove. Um, I visited, it's been a couple years, far too long. I gotta try to make it out there this year. But, um, I remember visiting the Genesis group and I remember them rocking. Shout out to my boy Tekluve. Shout out to, um, my boy Yehosh. Uh, JTM, who was giving his testimony that day that I was there, um, you know, but we, we got, uh, we're starting, you know, the Genesis group choir breaks it down, they sing, they have full gospel choir, and if you ain't never been to Genesis group, it's an experience, take, you know, African American cultural church ideas with Latter-day Saint doctrine and philosophy and mashup, and it is bomb diggity. I wish that there was, like, a Genesis group option to attend every Sunday. Um, but I, I love you, City Park Ward. I do. I love y'all. But if I had the chance, ooh Um, but I, I love the Genesis group. Um, Deborah Bonner, um, Yehosha's mom, and their family, I mean, they starting to get some shine, they get down the Mormon channel, um, some, with some videos now, and your host, you know, he do a lot of stuff, uh, he's, he be singing hooks like crazy, covers, that's my dog right there, um, but we have him, you know, we have um, Gladys Knight, who is a member of our church. She has a gospel choir, or at least she had one, uh, like Voices of Unity or something like that. But they were slamming. Um, if you watch the priesthood restoration commemorative thing of last year, the choir was banging. Um, we got, you know, the Deborah Bonner Choir. We got... Um, Gladys Knight Choir, we have some awesome solo acts, you know, Alex Boye, even though he's Nigerian by way of England, um, he still, he still hit you with some soul, and, um, last but not least for, for us young dudes, cause we like rap, and, and the Christian realm has what we call Christian rap, and we got our suit, we got rappers like JTM, um, we got Jay Warren. We got some other people that are starting to come out with some stuff. So, African Americans, I think that the thing that I want to leave y'all with is that we're leaving our imprint. We're learning from the church and from that glorious history and from that culture. I love funeral potatoes. Negroes, I don't know. You made funeral potatoes in your family like before you converted? Because I didn't. I love funeral potatoes. There's different things about Latter-day Saint culture that I love, love, love that I picked up. And there's things that I've been able to give, too, to share my background and experiences. And I think that that's what it's all about. That's what um, becoming one of God's saints is all about. It's all about doing what we got to do, making those strides to... To return and live back with our Heavenly Father. But not just live back with our Heavenly Father. But go as one creation. Because no matter what. At the end of the day. I might be what they call Negro. Or you know. Black. African American. Whatever you want to attach. But really. I'm just child of God. That's all that matters. My skin color. No matters. 
I'm like the whitest black dude anyways. Because I be trying to talk to my friends a lot. Uh, no, bro. That's not you. <laughs> so, anyways, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave comments below. Share it with your friends. Um, it was really, really fun to, to put this one together. Um, I'm really, really super stoked and pumped and excited. So, our um, next one, which will be um, coming out next Friday... Uh, we're going to talk about top 10 adjustments I had to make when becoming a Latter-day Saint. So we're going to kind of piggyback on top of this where we talked about our a lot of times our old history or old heritage and then now being Latter-day Saints. So now I'm going to kind of share my own stories of what that was kind of like for me and how I had to shift um, to do that. Anyways, God bless. God keep you. And uh, see y'all next week. All right. God bless.